1: And good evening, one and all, and welcome to the X-Zone. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction, and fiction is truly reality. And the X-Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Mutual Broadcast Network, and Talkstar Radio Network. If you'd like to send me an email, exon at And for all the programming we have available for you 24 7, 365, visit www.xzbn.net. This hour, my favorite subject, angels. And joining me is Lucinda Gabriel, a civil engineer by profession who decided to follow her soul's calling to write, teach, and inspire. Now a best-selling author, speaker, and respected medium, she is also a certified Reiki master. She studied angel therapy with the best-selling author Doreen Virtue, as well as advanced mediumship with renowned medium Lisa Williams. She has three books published in French. Her best-selling book, How to Talk to Angels, has recently been published in English. For more information about Lucinda, visit her website at lucindagabrielle.com com and Lucinda, welcome back to the Exome. Great having you with us again.
0: Well, thank you, Rob, for having me. It's my pleasure.
1: My gosh, you have now three books. Your book, uh, How to Talk to Angels, is now being translated into English. Where do you find the time? I mean, besides being a professional <laughs> civil engineer, you, you're doing everything else. How well, do you I'm do no, it? Well,
0: I'm no longer working as a as an engineer. I uh, I left my government job uh, four years ago, Rob. Oh, my gosh. And so I've been doing this full time for the last four years. And uh, so traveling a lot, teaching mm-hmm. a lot, and, uh, and I'm just starting to get more online. So I'm setting up some online courses. Um, Excellent. So, yeah, it's very exciting.
1: Where do you find your your expertise is most being called by the public? Is it with Reiki? Is it with angels? Is it as a medium or all three? I would say mostly with angels.
0: Uh, I don't really do a whole lot with Reiki anymore. I was mm-hmm. teaching for, the lo- for a long time. I taught Reiki for about 10 years. Yes. And I would say for the last four years, I've been mostly focused on angels and teaching other people how to connect with their own angels and also how to do angel readings. So, I, you know, that seems to be what most people want to know.
1: Now, let me ask you this question for the listeners who may be joining us for the first time, as our networks have grown since you and I were last uh, together. How would you describe, or what would you say, the angels are?
0: That's an excellent question. Uh, To me, the angels are messengers of God. I believe that God, you know, you can call it God, universe, everybody might have their own name for it, Mm -hmm. but... Uh, we have these helpers that are with us. So we have angels, we have guides, we have what what I call an entourage. You know, we're really not alone. And this entourage is really there helping us on our path. And angels are just like a part of that entourage that we have with us. And to me, uh, the angels bring us resources, like each one of these people or spirit mm-hmm. what, that we that we have in our entourage as their own specific purpose, like guides, guide us on our path, and angels bring us things that we need, like resources, and uh, and so there's there's also like ascended masters, there's archangels. So depending on what we need, what our wants are, um, you know, we ask different ones. Like we can always, to me, I always ask God anyway. Sure. And and i know that god is going to answer me through the angels. so so that's why i believe they're there. they're like messengers and they they bring us guidance.
1: how does one establish the relationship with angels because i you know not everybody has had the opportunity to actually have interactions with an angel. in fact i would say most of the people you know are are on the borderline whether or not they believe in angels or not. so so how do How do those who really want to have a relationship with angels, how do they get one? Well, you know, I think
0: that's another excellent question, because, you know, um, the people that read my book, Mm -hmm. they will understand that, and that's why I wrote the book, because, you know, between my, like, 20s, early 20s, and mid-30s, I felt that there was something greater than me that was guiding me in my life. You know, like... I always was at the right place at the right time. I could see the synchronicity.
1: Uh, big word, yeah.
0: Yes. And like this, it was very big there in my life. And so, you know, like if I was stuck somewhere in the fog for four days, mm-hmm. I knew in my heart that God kept me there for something. There was something I needed to discover, figure out or pick up or you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, I, and I could see like there was something magical at play in my life. And there were times where I heard voices, I saw visions, and not big things, like just little things. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I heard a voice in my head saying one day, you know, wouldn't you like to go to university? And it was just kind of like, most people would think, well, that was just a thought. But it was like very clear to me, like it was a very clear thought, not something that I was thinking, because it was like a proposal, a question that it was asking me. And so all these things happen until like one day, probably I was what, but 33, something like that. And I was having a hard time and I was praying to God and I said to God, I'd like, look, well, there's gotta be more to life than this. Yeah. So, you know, dark night of the soul kind of thing. And, and that's when I discovered Doreen Virtue. And I went to study with her and everything fell into place. And when I learned about the angels, well, that's when I understood that all my life, all these little things that were happening, the synchronicities, the messages that I was getting, uh, you know, the little visions or prompts that I had, like I knew, for example, I was meant to go to university. Like Everything fell into place for me to be there. So all these things I understood were the angels guiding me on my path. So I believe that everybody is experiencing this. They just don't recognize it for what it is. They don't know what it is. And what I found really amazing was that when people started reading my book and like even close friends of mine that have never thought about angels and they only read the book to please me, you know, because like they know me. So they mm-hmm. read the book and guys, you know, that I'm talking about. And when they started reading the book, they they, they texted me or called me and said, wow, I've lived this. You know, the angels have been with me, too, because I've experienced what you were talking about. And so it made them realize that the angels have always been there with them.
1: Have you ever seen an angel?
0: I can't say that I have. Not physically with my... uh, You know, like I would see you, for Mm -hmm. example, or I would see another person. It's like um, an image that I have in my head. Right. Right. And so if I was doing a reading with you and, um, you know, my eyes open or close, mm-hmm. I would have a vision of what your angel would look like, you know, or does look like. So that's the way it works for me. But I know people that I've seen them. And, you know, I have a lady working with me right now, actually, on my fourth book in French. And um, so she, she studied with me, but she saw angels like since she was like three and four years old and she could really see them like she sees me and you right and she paints them and she's like an amazing painter as well Mm -hmm. so but you know like those people are extremely rare so even though i haven't seen them like that it doesn't take away from my faith my belief in them like i know they exist i've had so much proof and you know i have to tell you a wonderful story uh, the last time I was on, uh, you know, a year ago,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, one of your listeners uh, contacted me afterwards and told me that, you know, he heard me on your radio show. And uh, basically, he was saying that, you know, he was atheist, didn't believe in anything. And he was just like, you know, listening to your show, kind of like, you know, trying to figure out what's out there. Sure. And he was very intrigued by our interview. So he bought my book. Excellent. And it- And in the beginning of the book, you know, I tell people, like, just ask the angels to say, look, if you really, really, really exist, like Mm -hmm. Lucinda says, show me a sign. And you can ask for something specific, or you could just say, show me a sign. So he did that. And immediately, he received an email, like within a couple hours or something, and it was his aunt that sent him an email. And there was a song attached about the angels. So like he... Inu, you know what I mean? Like, it's like we never talked about angels before. And all of a sudden, there's this email talking about angels. Uh, so anyway, that's that's really the way it works. If people just ask, ask for a sign. Say, look, if you're really, really here. Somebody wrote me yesterday, actually, and uh, a lady. And she said that she asked her angel. She said, look, if you're really, really there, she said, it seems mm-hmm. to me, you know, I really like a sign. And if you could show me like a just big, a big pile of feathers, she said. <laughs> I would really believe if you showed me a big pile of feathers. All right,
1: we're going to have to take a little bit of a cliffhanger here because I have to go for my first break. Lucinda Gabriel is our special guest. We're talking about ours, and Lucinda is the author of How to Talk to Angels. Her website is Lucindagabriel.com. And we'll both be back as we finish off the cliffhanger of the amount <laughs> of feathers. I'm Rob McConnell. This is The X Don't go away. Welcome back everyone. This is the Xona. I'm Rob McConnell. My special guest uh, from La Belle Provence is a good friend that we've had on the show before. Her name is Lucinda Gabriella and uh, we're talking about angels this hour, my favorite topic because I believe in angels. Having been a first responder in the police force and you know uh, working with firefighters and paramedics, there have been many things that that I have been witnessed to that cannot be explained except for one very simple reason: angels, guardian angels. They're with us. There is no doubt in my mind, and it's uh, so great for me to have Lucinda with me to uh, to share these stories. Uh, Lucinda, before we went to the break, we were talking about this lady who asked for a sign, uh, something to do with feathers.
0: Yes, yes. This lady studied with me, and mm-hmm. uh, so she works with angels. But you know. Sometimes we we wanna have more more proof, you know, or like that sometimes. And so she was saying to the angel, She's like, you know, I really want to like you for you to confirm that you're with me. So she said, Show me like a pile of feathers and then I'll believe, you know. Right. So she went to bed Mm -hmm. and she woke up the next morning and her bed was covered in feathers. And what happened was she had bought some feathers Uh and she was making um bookmarks with them and her cat during the night got into the feathers and had brought these feathers all onto her bed so when she woke up in the morning her bed was just full of this feathers that she had and so like she started laughing because Mm -hmm. you know there was her sign that's what she asked for and even though it was the cat that brought them you know probably uh it's still the sign that she asked for
1: what has been the most prophetic story that you've heard? A story that has touched your heart after someone has read your book, an angel story.
0: Wow, that's an excellent question. Uh, hmm. I'd have to go back to your listener last year. Yeah. It's, that's one of the ones that sticks it the most with me. Because like I said, he was Mm -hmm. an atheist and he didn't, he didn't even know about angels didn't think about it. And all of a sudden he got this email from his aunt with a song about angels. And then after that, he started talking to them and asking them for guidance. And, um, so he was, he started to get some messages, Mm -hmm. some ideas really that were coming to him. So he called me for a reading. Yes. And uh, we had a lovely reading. And I said to him, I said, you know, so you're not happy with your work. And uh, I said, you know, you're supposed to be doing something else. And I was getting it was about music. And so the angels were saying, just do it. Just do it. But the poor guy was working like 40, 50 hours a week and so tired. By the time he got home, he didn't have any inspiration left. You know, he couldn't, you know, write a song after all that work. So, um Anyway, the angels gave him some wonderful ideas about, you know, just leaving the job, go work in a bar, make some good tip money, and you'll make as much in a few days as you would in a week at your regular job. And so he called me up one day and he told me, yeah, you know, I. he said, I just had to call you. He said, I just left my job. He was so excited. And he said, uh, he got in his car and uh, right after he gave his notice,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he turned on the radio and there was a song. And the song was saying, you know, don't worry, like we're with you. And like he just filled up, he just knew in his heart that he was being guided. And for me, coming from a man especially, because, you know, most people that follow me or read my books are women. And women are really open to this. So for this guy to go from being atheist to discovering the angels and within a couple of months having the courage to leave his job and transform his life and follow his passion like to me that was just phenomenal
1: are you finding that uh that there are more and more men who are who are sharing w- the stories with you because you know it, we get told that this is the new age the, the dawning of the new age that their hearts are going to be opening and you know i i don't i've never thought of anything wrong with a man showing Showing his affection, my kids told me that I always wear the heart, my heart on my sleeve, and I take that as a great compliment. Uh, so, what's wrong with a guy showing um, compassion or believing in angels? Or I'm sure when the guy was a kid, he believed in Santa Claus. So why not believe in angels?
0: Absolutely, I agree with you, and I think that most women today look for men, or you know, would like to find a man that is even somewhat open to you know spirituality angels you know call it miracles magic or you know that there's something greater than us because a lot of men are you know intellectual they're in their mind if they if they can't see it they they won't believe it you know if it's not concrete and uh, um and some of them have to hit a wall or live something really difficult before they stop and, you know, pray to something or think about that, the fact that there might be something greater than them. And that's
1: unfortunate. It, it truly is. It truly is. Now, as a medium mm-hmm. and an angel reader, are, are they one and the same or when you're doing uh, when you're doing your, uh, communicating as a medium, do the angels help you or do they stay away from that part of the of the of the help that you supply people?
0: No, they, they, uh, they do help me. Uh, for example, I did a reading just uh, yesterday mm-hmm. and, um, it was a, you know, a young woman that passed away. She was 17. Wow. And she, Yeah. It was, it was heartbreaking because she, mm-hmm. uh, she had a heart transplant exactly a year ago and on Christmas day. Oh gosh. And this year she died just before Christmas and her, her mother was devastated. So it was very difficult. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, I did this reading for her mother. And so she came through, you know, bringing her messages. But the angels were also there, guiding her, giving her strength, and bringing messages as well. Because, in a situation like that, which I found really interesting, um, is, you know, this young girl, like for example, she's only 17. She just passed away a month ago. She doesn't have all the knowledge, the mm-hmm. wisdom you know, to be able to re- really help her mother get through the, the grief, yes, the grieving process. So that's why the angels came in and supported her and, and me to bring the appropriate messages that her mother needed to help her, you know, live through this process of grieving. So I found that fascinating. So, yeah, the angels do come in.
1: Now, let, using the example uh, of the listener who bought the book who was an atheist, how does one's religious beliefs uh, work with angels? If, if somebody is involved with a religious philosophy that does not include angels, and I, I really don't know if there are any, but let's, say, so. <laughs> let's, say, let's say there is. Mm-hmm. Would the angels still help them if they, if he, if they asked for his help, their, their help?
0: Absolutely. The angels are always mm. with us whether we believe or not and they can only help us if we ask because we have free will. And and you know that that's uh that's sad in a way sometimes because you know sometimes we have to really, you know, hit our head hard yeah. before we ask for help. But uh but yeah, the angels can't really help us unless we ask.
1: So if even well, what about a guardian angel? you know uh,
0: Yes, it, well, in that case it's different. Uh, you know, like if you're talking about if there was an accident mm-hmm. or you know if if it was something that was dangerous, yeah, and we were about to have an accident that we sh- we don't need to have um, or you know, that we could possibly die, you know, in a car accident or something, like the angels, if it's not our time, they mm-hmm. will be there and they will scream in our ears and tell us to stop or turn or. Or something to to shake us up and wake us wake us up out of that situation.
1: How many different types of angels are there?
0: Uh, That's an excellent question. Uh, There are many different types of angels. I mean, there's archangels and thrones, and and I can't even name them all out to you because it's not exactly what I study. Um, I'm more I'm more focused in like generally to help people connect with. Their angels, or mm. guides, or whatever what they want to call it, right? To me, that's more important than putting a name on it.
1: Well, don't angels the different angel categories? For example, guardian angels, archangels, yeah. uh, cherubims, uh, Don't they each have different jobs? They do. They do have different
0: jobs, and the ones that I work with mostly is like our personal guardian angels—the right. ones that are with us that are. Um, bringing us messages mm-hmm. and guiding us in our, on our path, Right. and uh, the archangels. So when I do a reading, for example, it's always the archangels that come in. I see. Because, um, you know, for example, Raphael will mm-hmm. always tell me in the beginning what's going on physically with a person. Because whatever's going on in our body is a very big indication of what we need to work on. And so we always start with that part of the body. So say, for example, if, um, you know, if I was doing a reading with you Uh and I was getting that, uh, you know, you have some pressure around your heart or, you know, I feel headaches. uh, The angels will be telling me, well, it's because you're breaking your head about something instead of asking them for guidance. You're trying to figure it out in your head Uh and you're giving yourself a headache by doing that. And a lot of people do that. And, uh, you know, and if I get feelings about a heart chakra, for example, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's uh, people that are not open to love or they have things on their chest that they're not getting off, you know, they have anger or unforgiveness. And those are the things that are blocking us from being everything or everyone we're meant to be.
1: All right. Stand by, my dear. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exo Nation, Lucinda Gabrielle is our guest. Her website is lucindagabrielle.com. And uh, we're talking about angels this hour and about Lucinda's new book that's out in English, How to Talk to Angels. It's available on amazon.com and we'll be back on the other side of this break, so don't go away. So Nation, Lucinda Gabriella is our special guest. Her website is lucindagabriella.com. That's dot com. Where do angels come from?
0: Where do angels come from? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's an excellent question, too. Uh, you know, like I was saying, angels are, are from God. Right. They're like a, a, an energy. Because everything is energy, really. Mm -hmm. You know, God is an energy, we are an energy, and the angels are an energy, and it's just a different vibration level. So we're all on different vibrational levels, and so that's what angels are. They're light, they're love, they're Mm -hmm. vibration, and they're they're just on this vibration which is higher than ours, and which is, you know, more light and more love. Mm -hmm.
1: What is the difference between an angel and a spirit guide?
0: Well, an angel has never lived on earth before, and a spirit guide has. And um, I discovered while doing readings, you know, when I first Mm -hmm. started doing them about 15 years ago, the impression that I had was that angels are uh, often like a feminine energy so it's the feminine part of who we are so the qualities that the angels has you know like so my angel has certain qualities and it's the same qualities that i have or if i don't have them Mm -hmm. i'm meant to develop them and that's why my angel is with me and the guide is our masculine side so whether it's a male or a female they're always bringing us um qualities like strength and perseverance, um, courage, and, you know, so persistence. So those kinds of qualities that are masculine, and in order to develop those qualities, we have to live on earth. And that's what I found fascinating is that that's why the guide has come to earth, because it's a person that lived here and that lived certain things similar to us, developed these qualities. And uh, when they crossed over to the other side, they decided to help somebody else develop those qualities. So that's that's the way I perceive them.
1: OK, so let's say the 17 year old young lady who unfortunately passed away and I can only I can only I can't imagine the pain and the mm. sorrow that the mother has gone is going through, especially at time. you know, God, Christmas, God bless yeah. her. And I'm glad the angels are with her and that they can give her as much comfort as they can in her time of grief. Is there any chance that this young lady of 17 can become an angel?
0: Well, that I I, I don't know. I, I have to be honest with you. Um, you know, are we all mm. going to become angels one day? I know that she she's going to work as a guide right. in the sense that... Uh, often Mm why when i I meet you know deceased people on the other side they tell me what they're going to do and you know what was supposed to be comforting for her mother was that you know i was getting the message from the angels and god saying that the reason why she had to leave is because she had a greater purpose on the other side and her purpose is going to be to uh welcome you know the 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 children that are or age mm-hmm. that are living through similar illness 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 illnesses they accept that whenever they, they cross over. So I always find that fascinating that when the children cross over or anybody crosses over actually, there's always a role for us to work on the other side and to help other people that are crossing over in, from like similar situations.
1: When you've been speaking when you've been speaking to people about angels, whether you're out uh, doing your books or uh, or meeting people, uh, doing expositions or, or lectures and seminars, what type of questions do you usually get from the public?
0: Well, a lot of the same questions that you were asking me. You know, uh, are they really with me? Are they really listening? And, uh, and you know, the biggest part, people tell me, like, oh, I prayed and I prayed and I don't get any answers or, you know, like they, they feel like they're not getting the, the answers that they're looking for. But what I've come to realize too, and what the angels tell me is that everything, everything, everything in our lives are speaking to us. There's like, there's, it's impossible not to have a message. If you walk down the street mm-hmm. and you see a sign, it's, Probably speaking to you, there's probably something about that sign. If you see a license plate with something written on it, right. you know there's a message on that. And if you bump into someone and you talk to them, mm-hmm. they probably have a message for you. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is speaking to us constantly.
1: Do so, we, do angels come to us in our dreams as well?
0: They do come to us in our dreams, and it depends on 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 the people. Like some people have. You know, many dreams mm-hmm. about angels. Uh, but they, yes, they can come to us through our dreams as well.
1: How about, you know, we, we, we imagine angels as being these, these beautiful creatures, humanoids, with these beautiful wings. And ha- have you spoken to people who have seen angels? And, and if they have, what is the description of the angels that they've given you?
0: Well, it's exactly like you said. You know, there's different sizes. There's Mm -hmm. some that are larger, taller than others. And, uh, you know, they they see the angel wings. And, you know, if we all did that, if we just closed our eyes Mm -hmm. and we just asked our angels to present themselves to us, and if we could just let go, you know, get our mind out of the way for a second... And just allow an image to come into our mind. And, you know, our ego is going to cry out and say, hey, that's your imagination. Right. Well, yes, our imagination is what I call, you know, our, our FaceTime, our Skype with, you know, the other world, the mm-hmm. other side. So if we just allow it to come in, we'll see exactly what they look like. And whatever shows up in our imagination is exactly what they are.
1: ExoNation, Lucinda Gabrielle is my guest this hour. Her website is www.lucindagabrielle.com and she is the author of How to Talk to Angels. It's, a, it's available now, I believe, in Amazon.com and Barnes and Nobles and Chapters and to Go and all fine bookstores. What was your inspiration for writing How to Talk to Angels? Was it an angel that gave you the inspiration?
0: Well, I... Um... I knew like in my early 20s that I was, I kind of had, you know, like that gut feeling. I just had this idea one day I was going to write a book and the book was going to be about the synchronicity and I was going to call it grace. And it was going to be something like the grace of God. So anyway, life goes on and, you know, uh, time, you know, happens. And so when I did sit down to write, It was kind of funny how things happen. I went to Quebec City and um, I I did a little mini conference, you know, at a friend's house. There was 12 people there. And one of the ladies there, she wrote a book. And so I was, you know, talking about her book. It was like, wow, this is a lovely book. So I showed it to everybody. And 10 people bought her book at my little 12-people conference. And so the next day I was driving home. And I was talking to the angels and the angels said, well, yes, they would have bought your book, too, if you would have wrote it by now. And I was like, "Okay, so what do you want me to write about? And as I asked the question, I was driving down the street on the boulevard and I passed this church and the church was called um, L'Église de Grâce, the Church of Grace. And I knew in that moment what it meant. Because I was going to write a book all my life about grace. Right. And I finally figured out that, like, grace was the angels. The angels Mm. are the grace of God that he's given us. And so I went home, and this was probably, like, what, Tuesday or Wednesday? Yes. And Friday night, anyway... It was 11 o'clock at night and the angels are screaming at me in my ears. I can, I know they're there. I can feel their energy and they're saying, just sit down, just do it. Just sit down, just do it. And so that's what I did. That's how it started.
1: Truly fascinating. And the rest Mm -hmm. is history, as they say.
0: Yes, yes. And I I was so well guided because I never would have imagined that, you know, I didn't even think about getting a publisher. I was going to self-publish and, you know, a couple of months later into the book, on another Friday night, the angels are saying, um, you know, you're going to Quebec City. You you have to meet this publisher. And so I just got a really strong, anxious feeling that I needed to sit down and write out a letter. So I sat down and the letter just started coming into my mind. Like I, I, I knew what the words were. So I just wrote it all out. Mm-hmm. And it was like really a kick-ass letter. It was really great. <laughs> And so the next morning I read it over and I put in my introduction and my uh, table of contents and I sent it and within an hour, it responded, we're interested, come see us. Wow. It was magical. And the same thing happened when I found Llewellyn as a publisher in English. Right. It was a few years later and one morning I woke up and I had this really strong feeling that they're saying today's the day, today's the day, you gotta look for a publisher. And I had been looking every once in a while. So I open up the computer mm-hmm. and I type in spiritual publisher and Llewellyn just popped up on this list. And when I saw the word, the name, I just felt something like a flutter in my stomach and I just felt like an excitement. So I just knew like, okay, it's gotta be this, this company. And so uh, I wrote you know, my letter and my proposal was already done months ago. So the following week...
1: All right, we're um, going to have to have another little, another little um, cliffhanger here because I've got to take my final break. Please stand mm-hmm. by, Lucinda. Great talking to you again, and thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us tonight here on the X Zone Nation, I'll be back in a couple of minutes with my guest as we wrap up this hour with Lucinda Gabrielle in the Zone. Don't go away.
2: WilliamSPeckham.com
1: My guest this hour is Lucinda Gabrielle. Her website is www.lucindagabrielle.com. She is a civil engineer by profession, Exon uh, Nation, but decided to follow her, her soul's call to write, teach, and inspire. Now a best-selling author, speaker, and respected medium, she is also a certified Reiki master. She studied angel therapy with the best-selling author and a former guest of the Exon Doreen Virtue, as well as advanced mediumship with renowned medium Lisa Williams. She has three books published in French. Her best-selling book, How to Talk to Angels has recently been published in English. And How to Talk to Angels can be found on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Chapters, Indigo, and in all fine bookstores. Once again, her website is www.lucindagabriella.com. Lucinda, are the angels asking you to give me any messages?
0: (laughs) That's a good question, Rob. Uh, Let's see. Let's see what they might have for you today. I'm getting that you need to take it easy and that uh, you need to have balance in your life and do things that bring you more joy.
2: Hmm.
0: So, yeah, and sometimes wintertime can be a difficult time, you know, to get out and stuff. But they're, yeah. they're really saying that you need to um, make time, carve out time to, to do something that's really fun, uh, family-oriented, and uh, and certainly in nature would be wonderful for you.
1: Well, that's great. Thank them very much for me. Mm-hmm. Is there one specific angel that you find is more popular or that works more with people than any other angel?
0: I would say that would have to be Archangel Michael. And you know, when I tell people, if there's one name that you want to remember, right. it's Michael, because Michael is the uh, protector for one. So whenever we feel we need to be protected from other people's energies, or you know, if we feel unsafe in any situation, whether it's uh, at home or at work or on the roads, we always call on the Michael to protect us. And Michael is also um, our our main angel for our career and our life's purpose. So whenever we want guidance about that, you know, he's the the angel that's there for that as well. Right. So I would say. That would be my go-to.
1: You know how angels are are very, po- are, are very popular at Christmas time. You know, there's yes. the angels all over the place. You've got an angel on top of the Christmas tree, representing the, you know, the angel Gabriel who came down to, um, you know, to, to to talk to Mary about the birth of Christ and so on. Yes. And and how the angels with the shepherds and so on and so forth. That Christmas spirit that we all get around Christmas. Could this be? the closeness of humanity to the angelic realm at that time, and what we call Christmas spirit is actually angelic love?
0: That that sounds very, very right. And, uh, you know, it's a time of year, mm-hmm. yes, where we're encouraged to, um, I think, sense the angels, but also to bring in, you know, the message of Jesus, which is, you know, to love one another and to care for one another. And so it's a a time of year where, Mm -hmm. yeah, the the angels bring in all that love. So, uh, you know, it's it's too bad that Christmas is not more all year round. Exactly. You know what I mean? It lasts a couple of weeks and then we go back to work and we forget about it.
1: Can you imagine what a great world this would be if we could just keep that Christmas spirit going all year long? It's
0: exactly oh. that. that's exactly that. And that's what I try to bring to people
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know with, through my book and through my uh, my Facebook pages. I write prayers uh, regularly. Uh, almost every day I'll share a prayer on Facebook to help people connect with the angels and to be in their heart to be more loving towards themselves and towards others. And you know it's just taking yeah. that those few moments every day like at the in the morning. Mm-hmm. to to be grateful and to connect with the angels and God. And at the end of the day, to be grateful again, you know, thanking for the wonderful day we had. And also, you know, one thing that I find uh, that we've kind of lost over the years is just saying grace.
1: Yes, that's you know?
0: true. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of the things that my friends appreciate about me whenever I have them over for a meal or if I, even if I go to their place, mm-hmm. sometimes in the restaurant, you know, I'll pray over my food and, and they're like, oh, well, say it out loud. I want to hear what you're, th- what you're saying. And they really appreciate that. And it, it just makes every moment special.
1: It doesn't hurt to say thank you, does it?
0: No, it certainly doesn't. And, and the more we're grateful,
1: the more mm-hmm. we receive. Tell me, what, tell our listeners what your Facebook page is.
0: Uh, well, if you just look, Lucinda, Gabriel, uh, you'll find I have several different pages. Okay. I have a, a personal page, a French page, an English page. I have VIP groups uh, that anybody is welcome to join as well. And so in those groups, like I said, I, I share uh, daily prayers. And uh, I have a YouTube channel.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so once a week, I put up a video and with an angel tip. So something... You know, the angels will say to us to help us connect better with them. So it's going to be, you know, for example, pray or meditate or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how to open our clairs or something like that.
1: What's the difference between a prayer and meditation? I've never understood that.
0: Well, a prayer to me is when we have a conversation with God and the angels and we, you know, let them know what's in our heart okay. and uh, we let them know what we need. So we're asking, we're talking with them. Mm-hmm. And meditation is listening. So prayer is talking, meditation is listening. Uh, so that's when yeah, and I do this every morning, you know, I'll sit mm-hmm. down and I'll I'll thank God and the angels for being in my life and I'll go through all the things that I'm grateful for. I'll tell them what's in my heart, you know, and and what I would like in my life or what I need. And then I'll, I'll stop all that and I'll just start to breathe. And I try to clear my mind and, and, and clear, you know, for like five, 10, 15 minutes. And sometimes I'll have an idea during the meditation, but often it's going to be afterwards. Like I'll get up and I'll have my shower. And as Mm -hmm. I'm getting out of the shower, ideas will come to me, Well, do this and do that and uh you know and like i was i did a video once uh, a few months ago which was pretty funny because the angels told me you know i was praying for example for more abundance you know right. of course we all want more abundance sure. we all need more money and uh so when i was asking the angels about it they said well we're giving you more abundance you're getting an abundance of ideas of how to you know make money right so it was kind of funny. Like sometimes when you pray for something, you don't know how it's going to be answered. And often it's work. So. Um, well,
1: I, I think no matter what it is in life, you have to work for it because working for it gives you the satisfaction when you finally get it that you have achieved this. And it, was, it wasn't handed to you on a silver platter, but you had to work, learn. Uh, you know, when you fall off a horse, to me, it's, uh, you know, you just get back on the horse and away you go. And a, a failure, there's no such thing as a failure in life. It's just a lesson. Yes. And, you know, it's, it, uh, you know, I don't know anybody who, who who has been given that silver platter life who really can understand what life is about and appreciate it. But listen, with everything going on in the world today, how does how do the number of angels, the archangels, how do they take care of everybody?
0: Well, they're multidimensional, you know, in the sense that if we all prayed to Michael, Michael's right. energy can be with all of us. And it's the same thing as God's energy, as Jesus' energy. You know, they're not just one person that can only be there for one of us. They're there for all of us. And um, and I believe the, the angel's energy is even more present than ever before. I feel there is a sense of urgency mm-hmm. for people to to wake up and to connect with, you know, the loving energy of the angels and, you know, any divine presence uh, that is from God, of course, you know, their guides and stuff. Because, you know, things could go wrong, and they probably will. And it's just so much harder when you feel alone. Listen, we've and, got
1: about a minute and a half left, and I'm sorry for cutting you off, but I'd also like you to tell our listeners about the courses that you're going to be offering.
0: Yes, well, I'm going to be doing a free um uh, a free conference, how mm-hmm. to talk to angels. So it's going to be like an hour conference about my book. And I pretty well go over things that are, are in there, like how to connect with the angels, how the angels connect with you, what kind of signs can you expect and, uh, and how to manifest as well with the angels. So I'm going to go through that in a free conference. And so people can check on my website to see when that's going to be and sign up for that. And then afterwards I'm going to be offering a three hour workshop, To really give you uh, tools Mm -hmm. to help you connect with your own personal angels and it's a tool that you can use every day and you know you you sit down for for ten minutes a day and do this and you'll be able to connect with them and uh, so when I'm developing other ones I have another course that I just did in French which which is manifesting with the angels which was absolutely amazing and uh, so a lot of my courses right now are, are in French because my biggest following is in French right now, but I'm, I am working on translating them in English.
1: Listen, the time has come when you and I must say so long for now, but I, I thank you so much for coming on the show. Please come back again and visit us and keep the wonderful work that you're doing up. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And, and give our listeners your website address one more time, please.
0: Yes, my site is lucindagabriel.com. So thank you, Rob, for having me too. It's really a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. It's like talking to an old friend.
1: That's what we are, my dear. We're old friends. (laughs) You take care of yourself, and um, I look forward to the next time when you visit us back here in the X-Zone. Okay, thank you. Bye bye, Lucinda. Exo Nation. Uh, Lucinda Gabrielle has been our guest. www.lucindagabrielle.com. Her books are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other retailers online and offline. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the Exo from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away.